Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's Red Eye Radio. Talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America studios, for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Chris Crock, this is Red Eye Radio. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crock, and for Eric and Gary, Gary McNamara, Eric Harley, and uh, they will be back Next Monday morning, and uh, we'll have Best Of on the 4th, Dan Mandis on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings. So here we are, and the Supreme Court did some major decisions on Friday, and they were very, very good. But the left is apoplectic of on two fronts, one on a the ability for gay couples— to try to or gay person to try to force a business to compel their speech and make them produce something that is against their faith a separate decision we'll get to that one first a separate decision that says no joe you cannot dole out 430 million dollars of money that congress must approve without congress you tried it legitimately when you said you couldn't do it in 2021 on the campaign you on a, at a CNN town hall you were right Nancy Pelosi said it and you guys were right and sure enough you still try to do it Joe because when Congress said heck no and voted it down when you try to put it through the way you knew you should and you just what tried to do an end run around and we said no. No. So two wonderful Supreme Court decisions and then a third one the day before on affirmative action. That one is breathtaking to me when you look at the numbers of Asian Americans that have been actively discriminated against. What's interesting is Thursday, uh, Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, a uh, Obama appointee. Don't you love that? Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, you, you, you get the accent, un accento, uh, in there, right? Uh, she says on Thursday she said that to discriminate against Asians is okay. So Thursday it's okay to discriminate. Friday it is not okay to discriminate. <laughs> so, you know, on one day you can discriminate against Asian people. On another day you cannot quote-unquote, discriminate against same-sex folks, you know, couples. So you got to love it. Certain people are okay to discriminate in America. It's just the ones that uh, she and her acolytes say are okay to discriminate against. Don't you love that? Yes, beautiful. All right, let's start with the same-sex marriage stuff. A woman 
who is a Christian. She appears to be what I call an authentic Christian. She holds true to biblical beliefs. She says, I am not going to do a website for a gay couple that would celebrate their marriage. She was approached by a same-sex couple to make a website for their upcoming wedding, and she says, I'm sorry, no. The most interesting thing the left chooses to ignore is that she works with gay people. If a gay person comes to her and asks her to design a website for their career, hey, I'm, uh, I want to have a website for my own personal resume, my career, that doesn't matter. She, she of course, does that. If they want to have a website for their business, hey, I got a camera store I'm opening up. Can you help me launch my website? No problem. You could be gay. She could help you. She does help you. She doesn't care about that. She's not denying services to gay people. The left lies. And if they're so right, why do they have to lie to you and to me? The left lies, and the left tells you that she is denying serving gay people. She will not serve gay people. This is a civil rights issue. You can't say no to gay people. And now the Supreme Court has said you can. You can refuse to serve people based on their sexual preferences. Well, that's a lie. That is absolutely a lie. And the most interesting thing, you know that even uh, CBS News spread this lie. They and others were claiming the case allows for mass discriminations against gays and lesbians. I saw on Friday night on CNN's uh, screen there, what do you call it, the graphic at the bottom of the screen. It said that, you know, like the Supreme Court is uh, denying uh, serving, you know, says it's okay to deny serving gay people, rolling back gay people's rights kind of a thing. No, it's not. It is not. And what's, what should scare the living crap out of you is what this is about. It's about our government compelling our speech. Do you want our government telling you what you can and can't say? Do you want our government telling you to say things you don't want to say? Do you want our government forcing you to hold beliefs and to say them publicly that you don't believe in. Is that what you want our government to do? Because if you do, then you better watch out because maybe it's something that you are against and maybe you're a liberal Democrat. Maybe if the next person comes into office, if Orange Man comes back, <gasps> no. <laughs> if Orange Man comes back, he could force you to say something you don't like. And if you won't do it, or he could force you to do or say something you don't like, and if you don't do it, you could be fined or put out of business. Is that what you want? In fact, one of the cases in case law that this harkens back to is a World War era case. And in that case, students were being forced who did not want to salute to the pledge of allegiance of the United States of America. If they didn't want to salute, they were being forced to. That's what this is. Being forced to do something the government demands you do. And the last time I can think of that I saw something like this 
was when Adolf Hitler was forcing people to do something like, you know, Heil Hitler. So are you really sure you want to be in a position like this where the government forces you to say things you don't believe in and do things you do not believe in? Do you really want our country to go that way? I hope not. 866-90-RED-EYE is our number. That's 866-907-3339. 866-907-3339. So that's what this is all about. Now there's a case that Sonia Sotomayor said she used in her dissent. She literally either lied or is grossly ignorant. Either way, she provided a, a piece of information in her dissent that is false false and it involves the pulse nightclub she was playing games she was she was bringing up stuff about the pulse nightclub and saying that uh, this is exactly the kind of stuff good that's going to happen because of this you have to hear what really happened in the pulse nightclub that you do not know i got to tell you I, I would guess 60 or 70 or 80, probably 80 or 90% of americans don't even know this so she played that game. I'll tell you about that coming up in the next segment on Red Eye Radio. But um, this is amazing because you have several people. Oh, gosh, did you see Mayor Pete? Mayor Pete came out and said, oh, this lady never even was uh, had a case. Nobody was asking her to do anything. She just made this stuff up. Where is Mayor Barry is? I think what's really revealing is that there's no evidence that this web designer was ever even approached by a same-sex couple looking for services to support their wedding. So you're seeing more and more of these cases and these circumstances that uh, are designed to get people spun up and designed to chip away at rights. And I think the bigger picture here, when you look at the uh, Supreme Court taking away a woman's right to choose, uh, you look at Friday's decision diminishing the equality of, uh, of same-sex couples, uh, you look at a number of the decisions that have been made, they pose a question that is even deeper than these big cases. And the question is this, did we just live to see the high watermark of freedoms and rights in this country before they were gradually taken away? Because up until now, not uniformly, but overall, each generation was able to say that it enjoyed greater inclusion, greater equality. Uh, and Okay, um, enough of that. So Mayor Pete said this was relief from a situation that may have never happened in the first place. It tells you everything you need to know about this agenda. It may have never happened in the first place. Well, in fact... The woman was approached by a same-sex couple to make a website for their upcoming wedding. And you're right, Mayor Pete, it never happened because she said, I am not, I'm a Christian. I am not going to make a, uh, promote a same-sex wedding through my work. As an artist, I'm not going to create something that glorifies something that I believe, and my God, not that I believe, but my God tells me is a sin. She doesn't hate gay people. Just like she doesn't hate somebody who cheats on their wife or divorces their wife to, for no reason that's, a, that's a biblical. And guess what? He lies and he says this isn't even happening. Something that may or may not happen. He's lying or he's grossly ignorant. Take your pick. With Pete, he's probably just grossly ignorant. Ready? How many other cases are there? Well, Jack Phillips is a uh, the owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop. He's in Denver. 
he's literally been forced by the uh, by the uh, state of Colorado to shut your business down or make a cake for gay people. He is inundated with gay people, trans people, who do nothing but continue to harass him and try to make him make things for them. It's not just Colorado that is seeking to, quote, seeking to force an individual to utter what is not in her mind about a question of political and religious significance. That's Neil Gorsuch writing about this woman in the um, website case where she won. At least three wedding photographers right now are being forced or will be shut down or even incarcerated in New York, in Louisville, and Virginia, across America. They are right now in federal court fighting to not be forced to go against their God and their conscience. Laws that would force them to shoot same-sex weddings against their beliefs. And they are threatened, as the Wall Street Journal editorial board says, with crippling fines and, in the New York case, incarceration. The New York and Virginia cases have been on hold pending outcomes of this case. And Mayor Pete tells us there's no cases. This is a joke. Really, Mayor Pete, if that's true, will you swap with this guy and go to jail and tell me you're not in jail? There's a man who's about to be put in jail for this. And Mayor Pete says it's not happening. There's three cases across America right now. And Mayor Pete lies. And four when you include Oregon. And five when you include a, 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 a Washington State baker. You have Aaron and Melissa Klein are in Oregon. They face fines for refusing to bake a same-sex wedding cake. This is insane. Our freaking transportation secretary who can't let planes fly, doesn't know how to let the FAA actually do its job or doesn't have enough people in the FAA, is telling us that these people who are being threatened with jail and their businesses are being closed down in like five states across America, that it's not happening. This is Orwellian. Yeah, you're not in jail right now. No. You're doing fine. Holy gosh, right? Uh, 866-90-RED-EYE is our number. 866-907-3339. It is, of course, Chris Crock in for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley on Red Eye Radio Across America. Corey, let's talk to you in Dallas. You're on Red Eye Radio. Hi, Corey. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Can you hear me? All right. Hey, real quick, the whole deal behind the whole Asian deal, what she was talking about, is that a lot of people, this is going to sound crazy, but it's the truth. A lot a lot of Asians that come over here and a lot of immigrants know what I'm talking about in local banks where they're giving them, uh, when they legally come over here, in uh, local banks and everything, they give them uh, financial opportunities that are not given to American citizens. And also with, with well, wait a Asians. minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Supreme Court case where Asian Americans were being discriminated against was in Harvard, for example. That's where the case stemmed from in UNC Chapel Hill. And that case, where that case stemmed from, is in in Harvard. Statistics show that you were, uh, as if you're an Asian with insane scores, you literally, um had a um it was a 90 it was if you were qualified to the hilt you had a 20 percent 25 percent chance of getting admitted and if you were black 
um, you had a 96% chance of getting admitted. So that is active discrimination. Hold on. That's active discrimination against somebody based on their race. This is not about banking at all. It's not part of that case at all. So when you talk about the Supreme Court case, hold on one second, sir. When you talk about the Supreme Court case and, and race, it had nothing to do with banking. So please don't bring up something that has nothing to do with that case. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to make my point. The point well, is your, what your I'm point, saying. Your with, point is about banking. Situation. Your point is about banking, right. and the Supreme Court ruled about um, racial preference in college admissions. Right. I'll start from the education end. On the education end, is the Asians haven't had the same level of discrimination against them that Black people have had. Yes, and, they do. Uh, a yes, bunch they have. Of uh, hold on. Let me let me see what I'm saying. They haven't had 400 years of slavery and a legacy in this country where black people have actually earned those rights. Civil rights were created in this country and fought for by the black community. That's that's the truth. Well, you know, we, was marching, we, we had black we have a black president, Mr. Uh, former President Barack Hussein Obama. And so I he that. I don't. I don't know how that affects an Asian person having a stellar score being refused because he's an Asian. Are you saying discrimination against people because of their race is okay? That keeping somebody out because no, they're, they not, have they have yellow skin I'm, is good. No, I'm not saying crushing that. the saying dreams of somebody, crushing the dreams of somebody who is qualified and belongs is is good. That happened to black people for the last. Six, well, well that's years. not happening right now. So what are you talking about? Mr. Hussein Obama did great, like 30 years ago. What are you talking about? This is not going – why are you living 400 years ago? What, what, what is this? What's wrong with you? Why do you have to okay, live from 400 years ago? Why you clean? tell the Jews that when they bring up the uh, – Tell the when, Jews – When they bring up the Holocaust. What are you talking about? All right. Do you know what the statistics are on um, the Asian on Asian violence? You said you, you really yeah. what really is uh, offensive to me also is you completely ignore the violence and the hate that Asians are being uh, greeted with and attacked with. Did you know did you, do you know how bad it is for them? It's worse for black people. Oh, Mike, how dare you? Back. How dare you say that? I mean, honestly, how dare, look, at OK, how many incidents of racism against Asian Americans, uh, Asian Americans this past year? Let me ask you that. What do you think? How many? Okay, how many incidents of racism against black people? It's been documented. Okay, look at that. You 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 need some counseling, because you have a you have a real chip on your shoulder, and you have a real issue. Do you know who the number one violent offender against uh, Asian Americans violent offender of uh, beating them and attacking them is? Who? According to the FBI, us, I'm gonna tell you why. it is. It's, 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 yeah, I got to go, brother. I got. I'll tell you the statistics on that coming up next. Thank you for your call, Corey. I appreciate you very much. Chris Crock across America on Red Eye Radio. For your calls, eight six six ninety Red Eye on Red Eye Radio. And now for a segment called "Just Something I've Noticed," brought to you by our friends at Motel Six. Just something I've noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? 
Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. The next time you're on Interstate 80, stop in and see the folks at the Iowa 80 Truck Stop at exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. They're always open and ready to serve you. Enjoy a sit-down meal at the Iowa 80 Kitchen or grab a bite from one of their nine quick-serve restaurants. You'll love their clean restrooms, huge gift store, beautiful convenience store, and, of course, the Super Truck Showroom stocked with plenty of chrome, lights, and more. While you're there... Don't forget to visit the Iowa 80 Trucking Museum next door. It's free. The entire team at the Iowa 80 is very excited to celebrate 60 years with you. They look forward to being your home away from home for another 60 years. Sending you a giant thank you from Iowa 80, the world's largest truck stop on I-80, exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. Iowa 80. Denny's is here to serve America's professional truck drivers, providing a hot down-home meal on the go. Order ahead at Denny's.com today. Hours in participating restaurants may vary. Across America, Red Eye Radio, Chris Crockin for Gary McNamara, Eric Harley. The number one offender, violent offender against Asian Americans is uh, African Americans uh, by about, uh, I think, 3% uh, to 4%. Uh, that is number one. And the number two is actually tied Asian on Asian and white on Asian. So there is a serious problem in the community, African-American community, with attacks on Asians. It is what it is, man. All right, up next we have so much more on the Supreme Court decision on student loans, on forcing businesses to do something against their religious beliefs. All that next, Cross America, Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crockin for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crock in for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. They're back on Sunday night. Tomorrow, best of on the 4th, uh, Dan Mandis on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday mornings. Again, Eric and Gary back on Sunday morning. It's Chris Crock for you here. Uh, meantime, our number, 866-90-RED-EYE, 866 I started out focusing on the uh, Supreme Court case in saying you cannot force somebody who has, uh, is, for example, a Christian, to uh, create something that they do not want to create. You cannot force them to create, a, uh, uh, in this case, a website celebrating an upcoming gay marriage. You cannot force a business 
a photographer to take pictures uh, to to do a job for a gay wedding if it's against their faith, their conscience. All this is, funny thing, all this is, it is not a case on faith or religion. Did you know that? It is simply a case on speech. You, can, The government cannot compel or force speech. And I played just some audio earlier this hour of Mayor Pete, who's doing a horrific job, absolute horrific job, of the air traffic control. The head of, I think it was United Airlines, literally blamed um, this past week, blamed Pete Buttigieg and the, well, the FAA, which is him. And did you know the real reason for the problem, the disaster in New York, particularly in Newark and in uh, the two the two airports in Manhattan, JFK and LaGuardia? Do you know the reason they are a disaster is because they are unionized? Many of them are not. Those uh, three, including, you know, on the New Jersey side, they're all unionized. And what that means is when we need them, when we need Certain people to, to go to certain – like, well, hey, you're going to be moved. You're going to another state. No. Their union says, no, you can't force us. And so what does that do? It blows the whole system up. And Mayor Pete should be standing up to those unions, and he should be fixing the system. And instead he's talking about we need to force photographers, wedding cake makers, and this website makers to – uh, make products that are against their conscience that they don't want to do. We need to compel speech. And one day, if we ever want to say something like force them to say like in Nazi Germany, Heil Hitler, we should be able to force them to do that. And this person in New York who's got a business, uh, who's being – they're trying to make him forced uh, to do a uh, work his business and to support something with gay marriage, he, we, he will be thrown in jail. And the same thing's going on for fines in other states like Lexington, Kentucky, Oregon, Washington State, and of course where this case is in Den in in uh, I think it's in Denver, but it's in Colorado. What's the point? The point is Mayor Pete literally lied and said, "Oh, it is," or at least is so clueless, which is classic him. Couldn't even fix a pothole problem in his city of uh, South Bend that's got a hundred and hundred thousand people in it. Never did it. Never fixed it. Couldn't even do that. Here he is to tell us that none of these people that are being threatened with jail and shutting their businesses down or have had their businesses shut down have been harassed. It's not real. Meantime, the affirmative action decision, we had a caller in the last segment, and I feel, I feel sorry for him. He honestly needs counseling. He is clinging to 400 years ago. He did not grow up. In that situation, just as Clarence Thomas grew up in much closer of a situation, he experienced and lived the segregated South. And today he rules against affirmative action. Our previous caller was literally saying, it was another wonderful decision by the Supreme Court, was literally saying, yes, Chris, it is okay to discriminate against Asian Americans who are stellar with their work. Forget him. Forget him. And uh, he wants to say, well, 400 years of slavery. What are you talking about? Mr. Hussein Obama became our president like a long time ago. <laughs> like 08? Yeah, for eight years. Oh, we're victims. We're victims. Oh, we're all victims. Oh, blah, 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 blah. 
You know, you need some counseling and you need God. That's what you need. Because you have insecurities, you have disdain. I don't know if you have hatred, but dude, what the heck? If you walking around thinking you're a victim, you will be a victim. You need to decide, sir, victim or victor. You make your own destiny, not something from 400 years ago. And I feel sorry for you. I do. Because if you had God, you would go to him. And if you would have some good counseling, you would be okay inside much better. So that's what I think his problem is. And to actively discriminate against Asian Americans is not good for anybody. Because whoever's in favor, whoever's out of favor, to say that's okay to discriminate against that person. It's very sad. And um, he kept wanting to talk about uh, African Americans being victims of stuff. Well, we look. I, I I don't doubt that that's happening, and I don't uh, I don't diminish that it happens. But I'm going to tell you something else too. The Asian American community is insanely um, victimized and attacked in violence. As I mentioned, the number one violent offender against Asian Americans, according to the FBI, um, in their crime reports, crime reporting is Asian-Americans against African-Americans are the number one offender. And by about, I think it's 2.5% less, is the next uh, group, the second and third most um, violent offenders against Asian-Americans are Asian on Asian, is tied with white on Asian. So there is an issue. And to deny that is to deny the FBI's facts. So take it or leave it, it's up to you. And then there's this student loan program, which we'll get into a little bit more heavier. But uh, Joe Biden knew, knows and knew he could not constitutionally give away $430 billion of our money, and how dare he. But yet he did it anyway. He knew, it could, and he said he couldn't do it. Nancy Pelosi said she couldn't do it. And yet he still did it. You know why he did it? He did it right before the uh, midterms, knowing it would get slapped down. But he did it to get Democrats elected, and now he's doing it again to have a, an issue to say, look at you, you're victims, you need me. And he's doing a new program, which we'll get to a little bit later, which is going to be ruled unconstitutional too. It literally is even more expensive of forgiving debt, all this crap. Not forgiving it, giving our money to people who have degrees. No, no, and heck no, to say it nicely. 86690 red is our number. That's 866 I'll say that again. 866 Across America, Red Eye Radio, Chris Crockin for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. So let's go to Charlie in Oxford. You're on Red Eye Radio. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Howard. I want to tell you you have a great show, and i got to tell you, I agree with everything you've been saying um, in the show today. Uh, I'm a conservative who believes strongly that we need, America needs to return to some of these beliefs that we are throwing out so that we can be strong again. I I guess I disagree, though, with um, the uh, web designer argument with the Supreme Court for a simple reason. Um, And I believe strongly in the First Amendment. I believe that no one should compel speech or beliefs or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I do think, however, if you're going to start a business, uh, you end up with you you can't discriminate. And 
as a conservative, we should be very strong on not discriminating, especially in the business place. And I'll, my example would be this. I'm a physician. Let's say I'm a physician that doesn't believe in birth control. And I might be the only physician in a town, um, you know, taking care of people in a town. And there are some young people that want to get, get a hold of birth control. But I say, oh, I, my religious beliefs prevent me from giving you what is an acceptable um, medical therapy that's out there. So I guess my point would be my practicing my art, if I'm going to take money for it, I got to be able to give it to anyone who comes to me for the services and not discriminate against them because the converses, then we end up using our, we, we can allow biases and to enter into our decision-making and discriminate, and that's not good for anybody, especially well, the business. I, uh, uh, that's not a bias. That's a faith. That's a religious belief. So well, you're saying well, – one second, one second, sir. So you're saying if I'm a doctor and there's nobody in a small town in Mississippi, for example, uh, and I'm the only doctor in town, that I should be forced to do something – for example, if I'm Catholic, that I should be forced to do something that my church says is a sin. But, it, I mean, then you don't – then don't do then don't be the doctor okay I mean, so here how about this this is amazing so my livelihood should go away if you want unless because i won't do something that my god if i'm a catholic for example he believes his god is a as a sin so you would force that man to do something let me ask you this what if he says i will not be forced to do this i'm going to move somewhere else where there are so many doctors this won't be an issue would that be okay i i think that's and I know a friend. Just yes, that. yes or no. <clears throat> yes or no. Yes. So you, okay. So th- this is amazing, Charlie. Your your first motto or your your motto, or whatever, is a doctor. Your oath, or whatever, is to do no harm. First, do so no you. Harm. Okay, so check it out. If you're going to force this guy to leave, then there'll be no doctor there, which harms everybody. You're okay with that? Well, I know. I'm not. A, I'm. I'm for him not to do no harm, and and to allow unwanted pregnancies. So I would have him. Right, you would force him. You would force him to do it against his faith. So his God is wrong, and you're right. You're his God. You overrule his God, and you're okay with that. I am. I am not. I'm not overruling his God. I'm yes, you are his God. If he's gonna, if he's gonna hold his, his, himself out as a professional, mm-hmm. and if he's gonna hold, say that I'm gonna practice this art, it includes things like uh, prescribing birth control if you're the okay. only one in town. Hey, so you'd rather, as a doctor, you literally rather see the whole area, the whole town suffer and have no one? No, I would rather have him. No, no, no. Uh, you, you've said it clearly. Leave. Leave. Move. There is nothing wrong with him saying, I don't believe in birth control. There is nothing wrong with him counseling. No, but you want to force him he if he's there. To give his free speech. Yeah, he's yeah but, he's, but he will be forced to. But he has to. Right. He does not. Okay. He should not promote poor health. What if he? Well, he's promoting. He's promoting poor health by leaving. You force him out. He leaves. He moves. He's promoting poor health by screwing everybody out of health care. Then you're okay with that. You said that. So you'd rather screw everybody out of health care, which does harm to the whole community, so that you don't have anybody offended. You, you, but you have two. Uh, you have two very hard situations. Right. And but you want to see the whole the community least hurt. Harm, the least harm would be for him to prescribe the birth control. No, no, no. You've already said you're okay with him leaving. And look, if he's an authentic I, Catholic, he's, he's going to leave. leave. He's, 
Yes. He's free to leave it. And you, anyone you, is free to But leave. as a physician, a you're literally clearly saying, excuse me, sir, excuse me. You're As a physician, you're clearly saying, screw the whole community and let them move. That'll hurt them all. And as a doctor, you're comfortable with that. You want to just let that happen. Now, listen, Would you? what happens if he stays and keeps serving? Would you put him in jail? I would take away his license for not yes. doing the appropriate thing. And would he lose his license for good? For good? Well, I mean, again, you again, you have to... Well, no, tell me. You want to do this. You want to do this. Walk me through this. You take away his license. Bad you. Now, is he allowed to move and get his license back, or is he done? Like, canceled. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. As, a, as, as opposed to... Say discriminate. Just answer the question. What would you do to him? This is your. I got. I got a roll. I got a roll. I got. No, I'm not. I got a roll, buddy. Thank you for your call. Listen, uh, that's amazing. He wants to uh, destroy your career if you don't bow to his God. He is God, actually. All right. uh, Isn't this amazing? We've got uh, several lines open for you across America. Chris Crock in for Gary McNamara, Eric Harley on Red Eye Radio, 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. Uh, I'm going to tell you what Sonia Sotomayor said in her ruling on this decision that was either a lie or she's so ignorant it's embarrassing. Next. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Sonia Sotomayor, in her uh, dissent of the Supreme Court decision striking down the, you know, forcing gay, uh, people that own businesses to do uh, things that are against their faith, or you know, forcing speech is what it was. Um, Sonia Sotomayor said uh, in her dissent, falsely, she claimed the Pulse nightclub shooting was a result of anti-gay discrimination. It was not true at all. Five and a half page spread in 2018 by the liberal Huff Post. His wife, they never scoped out the Pulse nightclub. Their cell phones never pinged the Pulse nightclub. He was he was targeting a Disney, the Disney Springs shopping center. One hour before the shooting, he Googled downtown nightclub Orlando. 
not gay, not LGBT. He never did. As a radical Islamist, he obviously was not for gay marriage or gay stuff. He never targeted him. That is what we found out. Plus, his wife, he abused her, he beat her, he raped her. His previous wife, same thing. There's more to it. But Chris Crock on Red Eye Radio Across America, in for Eric and Gary. Top of the Hour News is brought to you by House Products. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America studios, for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Chris Kroc, this is Red Eye Radio. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Kroc, in for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. 866-90-RED-EYE is our number. That's 866-907-3339. Okay. Uh, great stuff we're talking about tonight. First of all, the wonderful landmark decisions on Friday morning of the Supreme Court saying you cannot force somebody, compel, the government cannot compel us to say or do something that we do not want to do. It actually had nothing to do with faith, nothing to do with religion and faith is not even mentioned in this decision. It is about compelled speech. Just as Hitler tried to get folks to or force people to do Heil Hitler uh, in America back in the World War II era, they tried to force American school kids to salute the flag that didn't want to, and the Supreme Court said, you can't do that. Just like that, in we are not Nazi Germany, we should not be our forced, uh, forced our businesses to close, we should not... Um, uh, be forced or be put in jail. And Pete Buttigieg lied through his floss teeth. I hope he flosses his teeth when he said, or he's just grandly ignorant. Take your pick. I believe it could be either or, and I, I don't think he cares. He's like, well, I'm, I'm Mayor Pete, dude. I, I birthed two babies. Uh, Mayor Pete does have the ch- uh, chap. He's got the the chap most chap nipples this side of the the the, the Mississippi. And I'm taking notes. I, I'm expecting triplets in the near future. Me, I am. I'm giving birth this time. Not my wife. I'm giving her a break this time. And I'm watching his breastfeeding videos to get my breasts up and sh- up to shape, just just so you know. But because um, men can get pregnant. We all know that. Come on. But the Supreme Court um, says you cannot force people to do things, compel thing, people to do things they don't want to do. We had an amazing call about a doctor who said, look, man, I'm all for it except for doctors. You know, if a doctor doesn't want to do, uh, perform, excuse me, prescribe uh, anti, what do you call it, uh, abortion, prophylactics, if you will, uh, medication, prescriptions for uh, uh, prophylactics, if you will, birth control, then he shouldn't be able to practice. I'm like, what? It was insane. He literally was saying if you're the only doctor in town, which is very rare, obviously, but if you're the only doc- doctor in town 
you should be forced to prescribe uh, birth control. I'm like, are you kidding me? I said, what if the doctor wants to move? Is that okay? And he said, yes. I said, okay, so the doctor can move and you have no doctors in, in that town. And that's okay with you? Yes. So so he'd rather have no doctors for anyone. No doctors for you. You will get no doctors for you. No doctors for you. Absolutely correct. Right? Yes. Hey, You'll legit. get nothing and I can. That's it. No doctor for you. <laughs> uh, or he says I would take away their, their license. You, you can't practice medicine. Holy gosh, that was mind-blowing. We had another thing about another Supreme Court decision, the affirmative action decision, which was absolutely wonderful, saying that you cannot discriminate against our Asian friends. When you look at the Harvard case, it's very sad and stunning and shocking that an Asian American with unbelievable uh, grades, a 1590 SAT score, and uh, perfect grades, rejected by six elite colleges. And if you have these incredible grades and an SAT score, you have a 20% chance of being admitted into Harvard. But if you are an African-American, yeah, he, was a, he had 1590 out of 1600. Oh, my flipping gosh! 1590 out of 1600. How dare you get that one question wrong about quantum physics? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Uh, my son, you know, our teenagers have the funniest memes, right? And, and this whole so I remember he that he and my daughter like there's a there's a for years there's one, been one they've shown me it's a about Asian parents it says Asian you know A minus equals A minus my love it's an Asian dad if you get an A minus that's A minus my love it's the funniest one in the world um, anyway but he had a 20% chance of getting in with a 1590 S, uh, SAT out of 1600 and he had a 4.65 high school GPA and uh, he could not get in 20% chance and African Americans with the same Scores would have a 95% chance getting in. Isn't that breathtaking and sad? And you know what? People are mad saying you can't have this many Asian Americans being able to get into Harvard. And you know what I said? is Maybe it needs to be. Maybe not needs to be. Nothing needs to be. Maybe it will be predominantly Asian at Harvard. Look, I can't. I mean, I'm not here to. Uh, it's we, In America, we don't do formulas. Well, you'll get this, Jimmy. You'll get that, Johnny. Sally, you'll get nothing. Sally, you will get nothing and like it. You'll get nothing and like it. There you go. Go sit in the corner. You're, you wear the dunce cap. But what? But why? Uh, ABC News just did a poll. A little more than half of all Americans, 52%, approve of the U.S. Supreme Court decision restricting the use of race as a factor in college admissions. While 32% disapprove, so 52 to 32 and 16% have their head up their rump and don't know. They, they don't know anything. Oh, no. Gray, you go, you go, you go, take a hike. Go take a, you know what, in the lake. Take care, buddy. <clears throat> oh, there's a crazy quotation I got to tell you about. There is a crazy quotation I will play you for of uh, a, a congressman in, in, um, 
the Dallas-Fort Worth area. This is unbelievable. Listen to this guy. Uh, this is uh, Mark Vesey, congressman in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Dallas-Fort Worth area. Schools are still going to use things like race when it comes to uh, consideration in, in sports. Uh, you know, uh, for whatever reason, and again, we don't have time to unpack it on your show, people feel much more comfortable uh, with the idea that you can give black students, uh, many of whom have much lower GPAs, much lower test scores, that they can come to a school and entertain you and jump for you and throw the ball for you and run the ball for you and shoot it for you. Uh, uh, but for some reason, people get angry, including these Supreme, these six Supreme Court justices. Someone gets angry if a kid has a, a, a 3.8 GPA and a 1300 on his SAT uh, and he can't run and shoot and kick the ball for you. What the heck? This is this is like a disease this guy has. He's an African-American uh, congressman in North Texas. What the heck is this guy talking about? He's got like a disease or something. Like what, what what's wrong with your mind, dude? What are, you, what are you talking about? Nobody gets mad. What is this? He thinks that's a that's a that's an insulting and a sad way to look at things. I don't look at it that way. And look, I literally could care less about sports. That's just, I don't care. So who's he talking about? They. He ain't talking about me. I think he is the one with the problem. I think he is the one with the chip on his shoulder, and he is the one that wants to play victim and victim card. Dude, you're a congressman. Most of us will never get that. Former President Barack Hussein Obama was the president two-term. I mean, dude, what, what are you talking about? People are victims. Get out of here. Nobody, why, you can live in the past, but th that's sad. It's very sad. Now, I wanted to mention one more thing that is important. I, I, I hit on it a little bit in the last hour. Another Supreme Court decision that was fantastic that um, that happened was the, well, I, I had already mentioned this one. The other one was the student loan debt one, and we're going to hit that a little later in the hour. But one of the ones I mentioned earlier was the, you know, you can't force businesses to do something against their conscience or people to do something against their conscience. The government cannot compel people, cannot compel speech. I don't ever want to live in a country like that, like uh, like uh, Hitler had it. You walk by anybody with the Nazi Germany uh, a party, and if you didn't do Heil Hitler, you, you would be, what, killed, jailed, or thrown in a concentration camp? But Sonia Sotomayor in her dissent, falsely claimed that the Pulse nightclub shooting was a result of anti-gay discrimination. Uh, it was not. It was not. I need an extra minute to share this with you. It's shocking. Liberal HuffPost did a five-and-a-half-page story in 2018 chronicling this. He never targeted the Pulse nightclub because it was a gay club. In fact, he was never going to shoot it up. He had no idea he was going to shoot it up until one hour before. You know why? He was targeting the Disney Springs Shopping Center. That was where he scoped it out. They have pings on his cell phone of there. His wife was put in uh, and interrogated for 11 hours by the FBI. The FBI got her and bullied her to say stuff. Like, oh, yeah, we scoped out the Pulse nightclub. Oh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. The FBI already knew it within days. Her cell phone never pinged at the Pulse nightclub. She'd never gone there. Her husband, the terrorist, never went there. Nothing was ever searched on his computers or laptops. Nothing was ever searched on his phone about gay or LGBTQ or nightclub. One hour before the shooting, before he shot up 
and killed those people at the Pulse nightclub. A horrific terrorism attack. He Googled downtown Orlando nightclub. That's all he Googled. He didn't say anything about gay or LGBTQ. And when he got there, before he shot up and killed those those uh, folks in, in that uh, horrific act of terrorism and horror, he went up to the bouncer and asked, where are all the girls? He had no idea it was a gay club. He was just going to shoot up a nightclub for radical Islam. That's it. And in his demands of the uh, when he was negotiating, he said, you have to tell America to stop bombing Syria and Iraq. They are killing a lot of innocent people. He told a crisis negotiator over the phone while at Pulse, what am I to do in here when my people are getting killed over there? You get what I'm saying? Nothing about LGBTQ. Nothing. And the judge was so disgusted in this case in the court hearing that he said, wait, what? And he said, you misled me. You knew within days, he said to the FBI agent on the stand. Yes, the agent responded. Did you tell anyone? Yes, the agent said. Whom did you tell? My superiors, the agent said. Later, after excusing the jury, the HuffPost writes, he had asked prosecutors to explain themselves. Why had they misled him when they asked him to deny him bail, the terrorist bail? I'm very concerned by that. It's, he, he, take the, he took it personally, said HuffPost's author. His decision on Salman's bail, the terrorist, in part was on faulty information. Oh, that was the terrorist's wife. His decision on her bail, he refused to let her go. She was jailed for 14 months, didn't get to see her kid. Her grandma died, didn't get to bury her. Nothing. She was abused and raped and beaten for years. That's why she was still covering for her husband and lied to the FBI, because they bullied her, and she was still covering for him as an abused wife. His first wife said the same thing. He beat the crap out of me. He uh, abused me, terrorized me, and raped me. So you raped this with the FBI and the Justice Department, raped that woman again, raped her again, and lied about her in that trial. She was acquitted, never did anything wrong other than be raped and, and brutalized. And there was the FBI to lie to us. And there was the mainstream media to lie to us. And there was Sonia Sotomayor on Friday morning to insert in her dissent about that crap, which is a lie or she's grossly ignorant. Isn't that amazing? All right. We have one line open. 866-90-RED-EYE is our number. 866-907-3339. 866-907-3339. It's Chris Crockett for Eric and Gary. Let's go to Doug in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Hi, Doug. You're on Red Eye Radio. Hey. Hey. How are you this evening? Good. How are you? Doing great. I'm so glad you brought up the Nazi Germany thing because, respectfully, I will say to that doctor, you may be conservative in some areas, mm-hmm. but in this specific area, you're a fascist. And here's my point. Let's say I lived 250 years ago, and I'm the only blacksmith in a small southern town. And I'm vehemently Christian, and I'm vehemently anti-slavery. The fact is that a slave owner comes into my black ship, uh, blacksmith shop and asks me to put shackles on his slaves, and I deny. You're going to tell me that the government has the right to take away my livelihood because I do something, I will not do something that is extremely against my conscience. See, the logical fallacy this doctor made is that just because something is legal, that means it's okay. Well, that was the defense the Nazis used at the Nuremberg trials. They all said that societally it was approved of what they did to the Jews, and that was their defense, but it was soundly rejected. 
Thank goodness it was. And this should be soundly rejected as well. You know, Doug, sometimes callers say things a lot better than I can. And you're one of them. And that was absolutely wonderful. Th- thank you for your call. I appreciate you very much, Doug. Uh, we have a line open here at 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. And I want to get into also uh, the Supreme Court decision on student loan forgiveness as well. But we're continuing on all that. Coming up next, it's Chris Crock in for Eric and Gary on Red Eye Radio. Smart owner-operators make every single week as profitable as possible. One trip is not enough time to be considered profitable or unprofitable, and an entire month may be too much time to manage. One week is the right amount of time to deal with efficiently. To do so, look at the advantages and disadvantages of every day of the week. Match trip length to the optimum day of the week. Plan to deliver on the day you have the best opportunity of getting a load. Your personal weekly plan will vary depending on the weekly delivery flow cycle of your region, typical length of haul, personal requirements, and other factors. What's important is to have a specific weekly plan that helps you be successful. Owner-Operator Business 101 is provided by Shell Rotella with advanced synthetic technology. For more information, go to OverdriveOnline.com to the Overdrive's Partners in Business section of the website. For more detail on Business 101 and many other topics. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crock in for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. 866-90-RED-EYE is our number. Talking about the Supreme Court's decisions on uh, Red Eye Radio. Let's go to, oh, let's see here. Let's go to Bob in Virginia. You're on Red Eye Radio. Hi, Bob. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Good, brother. How are things in sweet Virginia? Yeah, uh, sitting down here on the boat. Been listening to your radio station. Back the first time I've had a chance to listen to it because I got up and couldn't go back to sleep and opened up a bag of potato chips. Good morning, sunshine. Yeah, man. Or good night. Yes. Look, I, yeah, I was I was listening to you and and only you know this thing about the nightclub shooting. I uh, I understand where you're coming from on some of the points you're making, but. You know, there was people killed there, uh, not not gay, not this or that, just people, I think. Right. You know, I agree. You're, you're kind of emphasizing that, that, that you know, the, the guy didn't make a statement that the people was uh, gay. Uh, like, you know, uh, it didn't matter to him who he shot up. Well, nobody really knows that. Think, yes, they do. They do know that. And yeah. no, no, sir, sir. The reason why the reason why I even mentioned that is because Sonia Sotomayor put it her put that in her dissent, mentioning the Pulse nightclub shooting. I I wouldn't have even talked about it. She falsely claimed okay. that it was an anti-gay discrimination. She put that in the whole decision about forcing uh, people businesses to do something that compels speech. That they don't want to do. In this case, a website designer forced uh, the government tried to force her to make a, a website that would celebrate uh, same-sex marriage. So when when right. she, when so- Sonia Sotomayor falsely said the Pulse nightclub shooting and was using that about gay stuff, it's totally not true. That's the only reason I mentioned it. 
So and you don't I, you don't want me to cor- you don't you don't want me to correct her when she's she's falsely claiming stuff that in her dissent of a decision. No, oh no 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 I do I do okay. and uh, okay. I, I didn't hear that part. Okay, let me pause you, buddy. Uh, this is uh, Chris Crock across America. It's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crock at Bergeri and Eric. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Red Eye Radio from the Uniden America Studios. 1 866 907 3339. 866 90 Red Eye. Now, for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Chris Crock. All right, regarding uh, Chris Crock across America, Red Eye Radio, uh, in for Gary er, uh, McNamara and Eric Harley, of course. Uh, next Sunday night, they'll be back. Best of tomorrow, 4th of July, of course. Dan Mandis, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday mornings, and Eric and Gary back on Sunday night, next Sunday night. Uh, regarding our last caller, everything's cool. He just uh, didn't hear the part where I was talking about uh, Sonia Sotomayor in the decision where the Supreme Court said you cannot compel speech. You cannot, the government cannot force us to, to say or, or think or do things. Uh, it's unbelievable. Regarding a, this happened to be a gay couple that wanted her to create a, a website that would celebrate their uh, upcoming wedding, and she's like, as, a, as an authentic Christian, I, I can't do that. So of course they will force her and make her the state of Colorado. And it's going on all over the country: uh, Lexington, Kentucky, New York State, Oregon. Uh, two other cases in there. One other case in. Colorado and the Supreme Court said you cannot force compelled speech just like you can't force the uh, the government can't force you if Hitler were to you know come back and force us to do things you know make us do Heil Hitler you can't do that or in World War II the government uh, tried to make people salute the flag and they didn't want to and the Supreme Court said you can't make them do that so why in God's name would it be okay to make people do this if that's not okay? You cannot compel speech. Funny thing, it wasn't even about religion or faith in any way. It was just about speech. And Pete Buttigieg made up uh, a, a BS thing. Oh, there was really no case. There was no case. He just was going there. Dude, what? You have to show harm. You can't just uh, – nobody's coming after me, but I'm going to just 
Sue somebody. What? Poor Mayor Pete. Poor guy. But I am taking notes on his pregnancy and delivery of his twins. I am expecting triplets soon. i got the trips coming. And uh, he's got some great breastfeeding uh, vlogs to help us with uh, us men with our chap nipples. And it's just a beautiful journey with Mayor Pete and his breastfeeding. So I'm practicing for that for the trips coming because, my gosh, these breastfeedings are going to be very chap like Mayor Pete's. But even worse, I'll be doing my own vlog. I'll let you know. Uh, in the meantime, Supreme Court also striking down Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. Yeah, it's called taking money from us and giving it to people who have a degree. Unbelievable. Uh, Joe Biden said at a 2021 CNN town hall that he could not do it. He could not give away somebody else's money. Uh, he said, quote, in 2020, he said he would pursue legislation to erase 10000 in student debt. Uh, once in office, however, as the journal, Muslim Journal says, he confronted gridlock in Congress, and he couldn't do it. So then he waited until the midterms and then falsely claimed that he would just give everybody free money. Free! Free! And, of course, he knew the Supreme Court would strike it down, but then he can say it again. Grr! Supreme Court, they're not legitimate. Grr! And so now he's going to try to give away even more of our money. He is uh, going to try to cap the monthly payments at 5% of discretionary income and discharge unpaid debt after 20 years. And if you make less than $32,800, you wouldn't have to pay a penny. Average borrower would save more than 1000 bucks a year or 20000 over 20 years. Penn Wharton says this would cost even more than Biden's unconstitutional giveaway. Biden's unconstitutional giveaway that the Supreme Court just ruled against was $430 billion. This new one is $471 billion. And somehow he thinks he can give away our money again, even more. And then when the Supreme Court again says you can't do this, he'll say, ah, Supreme Court, ah, grr, grr, this is why you need us, free stuff. You know, the statistics are not on Joe's side. Uh, the student loan question, majority of Americans very much so are against giving away student loans. So I like how this man tries to claim it's something that we all want to do. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, of course, as we all know, famously said, Joe, Joe couldn't do this. We can't do this. People think that the president of the United States oh, where is, it? is this there more on the subject than you ever want? Audio. Okay. There we go. People think that the president of the United States is this more on the subject than you ever want to know? Will you let me know? People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. We all know it. He does All not. Right, but he can postpone. Uh, he can delay. But he does not I... have that power. That eight... oh, has to be an act okay. of Congress. Well, there it is. We've got one line open at 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. Uh, let's go to... Oh, let's see who we got here. Let's go to Robert in Charleston, South Carolina. You're on Red Eye Radio. Okay, thank you very much. 
I just wanted to say that, that with regard to the Federal Republic of Germany, um, you don't have to I, – I, I'm a German citizen as well as a United States citizen. I lived in Germany for 20 years, and uh, I never once pledged any allegiance to any German flag. Uh, you just don't do that in Germany. Nobody wear, wore that on their sleeve in those days. I see now – I see uh, German soldiers coming to visit the citadel, and I see that they have the flag on themselves, on their on their on their clothing, on their uniforms. But in, in, in when I was there, we didn't even have that. So so it's, there's, it's not nationalistic at all, actually. And as far as drafting, wait, wait, I'm sorry. As, what what do you you? I I didn't reference modern day Germany. I referenced Hitler, and if you ever you know you were forced to do a Heil Hitler, and and you didn't want to enjoy what would have happened if you didn't. Um, salute him during Nazi Germany. So you can compel speech. Uh, there, there were, the left was trying to say, you know, compelling speech by the government is is uh, a okay, and that makes me think about that when Nazi Germany was forcing people to to you know pledge allegiance to the Führer. And I don't want to live in a government well, like that. Do you? No, but on the other hand, I know somebody who did not salute Adolf Hitler. It was Frau Jungmann in Heidelberg, and she was holding her baby in her arms when Hitler came by with his Mercedes, and it was his head out the top. And she did. She held the baby there and didn't salute. So they were thinking about what they should do, and they decided to do nothing. Actually, her husband was one of Adolf Hitler's best friends, so they they were in a quandary there. But but she didn't salute Hitler. She didn't okay. like him that much, and she well, and, and she also I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thank you. What was your point? Well, sir? my point is she also. My point is also that she refused to take the award. She had seven children, and in, in, in Nazi Germany, you get an award for having that many children, and she refused to take it. Okay, and no, I, that's what not what this is about, though. Were you calling to talk about um Okay, yeah, I was also today? calling to say about the United States. The United States Armed Forces, if, if you get drafted and you don't salute, uh, I believe you'd find yourself in the brig pretty fast. Okay, but you don't have the same laws if you're in the U.S. military. You... You are in military law, and this is you and I are not. I'm not under military law. This lady who's making a website uh, was being forced to do something by the state of Colorado that was against her conscience. She's not in the military. If There's you get drafted, you'll rules. find yourself in the military, though. No, but I understand and, and, that. But, think- but, that, but that's not happening right now. So I'm dealing with reality. And right now, there's a woman that was being forced to have compelled speech. So what is your point about her that is an actual point that is, I'm not trying to be rude, but valid? I mean, none of this is happening that you're mentioning. Well, you, you could get drafted at any time that they need you. They'll find your number. Even yeah, but she was not drafted, draft. sir. The Supreme Court case had nothing to do with somebody being drafted, sir. Now, now women can can have to can, can can I believe that they can be forced to serve too. Sir, sir, I can I can I, sir, can I please say the yeah. same thing again for the third time, like a broken record? Sure. Her case has nothing to do with that. Did you have a point about her case that is valid? I don't even know what your um, position is. I don't even know what you're calling about. I'm not trying to be rude. I don't understand. <laughs> You, the, the case would would be forcing the U.S. government forcing you to do something like, you know, salute the flag or possibly salute your commanding officer or something no, like that. No, no, sir, sir, position. sir. This is not military. This is a private citizen being forced. It's compelled speech. Well, if you're a private citizen and you get drafted, no, then you okay. Thank compelled. you for your call. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for your call. I don't. I literally do not understand. Um, what the point of that? You know what I'm saying? Am I am I off on that, Bruce or Brian? I mean, it seems like 
I don't understand the validity of talking about if you're drafted. If you're in the military, there's different laws. I mean, it's complete. It's a uniform code of uh, justice or whatever, you know, under the military. She's not in the military. Uh, compelled speech we're talking about is for private citizens. That's what the court ruled about. They didn't rule about anything with the military. Okay. I appreciate your call. Let's go to, let's see who we have next. We've got Ray in Cincinnati. Ray, you're on Red Eye Radio. Hey, the UCMJ is an entirely different code right. for an entirely different reason. Right. It runs on a whole different right. field because of the way that military runs. Yeah, I don't and know that why he was. Goes back to part of my point. Yeah. He's, he's been written. Never mind. Yeah. I, I don't want to be disparaging. I just um, wanted to have him say his point. point. I don't know what his point was. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> the whole point that I was calling about originally was that as a white male, I was discriminated against. But this blends in back to the UCMJ. Um, my father was a high school dropout twice. He wound up serving with his greetings letter. He really got annoyed when he got a greetings letter, by the way, because they really did do them in 1962. What do you mean greetings and, letter? Uh, I don't know what that is. Ah, see? You're a little young man. Greetings. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have 50 Uncle, this year. 50. 5 Uncle, Uncle Sam requests your presence at yes. 500 Main Street on the second go. floor of the A draft letter. Building. A draft letter. That's a greetings letter. And it says, greetings, Uncle Sam requests your presence. Yes, greetings, get okay. your bleep to the, to the turn yourself in tomorrow and you're going to get drafted. You're getting drafted. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's your okay. draft note. Now I understand what now it is. Now the okay. point that I'm – I know, that's what I mean. Most people don't even have a clue. This guy says, well, yeah, you can get drafted. Yes, we still had to register even as late as 1980. Nobody's getting okay. drafted right now, the, yeah. No, no, no. We had to register, though, as a right. male type. Absolutely. Females Go ahead, sir. Still yeah. didn't have to register. Right. But the point is, that was in case of, like, really, 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 really bad war. Of course. Okay? Now, you could still get out on a medical. Now, my dad was in good health. He didn't get out. He didn't have a degree. And he sure as hell showed up, and, and I was born in Germany. And... I mean, Elvis was in the service with him. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Hey, so, Ray, you had a point, though, about uh, you said you were discriminated against as a white male firefighter or something? My father got out. I came home from Germany. I was only there for two and a half months. Mm -hmm. He got out. He wound up joining the Cincinnati Firehouse. Nice. In, In order to get into the Cincinnati Firehouse, he had to pass a test, and he didn't get any extra brownie points for being a veteran. Okay, mm-hmm. he had to turn around and take his GED to get in, so that he could be a firefighter. Right. Wow. He had no problems because he has an E five carrying a security clearance over in Europe. He worked with black guys, white guys, Hispanic, whatever. Everybody was everybody's equal. Mm. If you were an E five, you were not as good as an E six. Right. If you were meritocracy. One, you had a college degree. Mm-hmm. Everybody was on a rank basis. The difference that I'm getting at is, yes, he got in in '68, and there were old, there were black guys in the firehouse back then. By 1974, the city of Cincinnati got into a lawsuit with the feds, and they had to do a consent decree. In 1977, my father became an officer, and he had to turn around and have accept people that were given extra points 
to get into the firehouse. Mm. Now, they didn't do it so much with females, but if you were a veteran in 1985 when mm. I applied, you got an eight-point advantage. There is a metric that makes sense for that because it's line and staff. That's the way the things roll. You're living in a barracks 100% with other people. Okay, yeah, and I see. That's, you, it's relevant. Okay. Yes. Black people, men, got eight points. Black female veterans, when I scored a 92, which was the cutoff score, if they scored a 76, they scored 100. We got 15 seconds, sir. Go and ahead. The, the females didn't even have to do the same test. If you're going into a fire, a real bad fire, it should all be the same. You want nope. somebody that's going to absolutely, yeah. And here's the deal: I don't want to die. I don't want to. I've said this for years. I kind of coined the little phrase. I'm not acting like I'm a genius or anything, but I don't want to die for diversity. I don't want to die for diversity. Chris Crockett for Gary and Eric. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at eight six six ninety Red Eye. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crockett for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. So, yeah, the, the whole idea of forcing anybody, having our government force you like a business to do something that you don't want to say or do is absolutely un-American. That's why the Supreme Court said, no, you can't force us to do things. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America studios, for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Chris Crock. This is Red Eye Radio. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crockett for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. 866-90-RED-EYE is our number. That's 866-907-3339. By the way, uh, Eric and Gary will be back next Sunday night. We'll have a best of on the 4th, Dan Mandis, in Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings. And the guys are back next Sunday night. Hey, we got uh, three Supreme Court decisions that were huge on Friday morning and, of course, Thursday that we're talking about right now on Red Eye Radio. And one of them, we're talking about the uh, Colorado website designer where the government tried to compel her speech. You will be forced to create a website that is celebrating a gay marriage even though it is against your views. In fact, it was her faith. As a Christian, but listen, this, the whole case had nothing to do with religion or faith. It was about compelled speech. And it made me think about the example where if Hitler or any Nazi would go by you or see you, you'd have to do Heil Hitler. And if you didn't, you didn't want to know what would, what happened to you. I don't ever want to live in a country where they can make me do things or say things that I don't want to. In World War II, 
students were being forced to salute the flag, and that went to the Supreme Court, and they said you cannot force somebody to salute the flag that they don't want to do. Why? Because we're a free, flipping country. And now comes the LGBTQ agenda and uh, such to force us to. Mayor Pete pulling nothing out of his, uh, you know, out of his head to make some argument that doesn't—it's not true. Here's what he said. I think what's really revealing is that there's no evidence that this web designer was ever even approached by a same-sex couple looking for services to support their wedding. Yeah, she just made up something. Dude, is that all you got? Falsely claiming that she made up a case that somehow that the it went through all the courts and she was ruled against or for? I mean, that's what what are you talking about, dude? You think you can make up like like there's no case and you somehow end up at the Supreme Court? That's the kind of dude who would not be able to fix a pothole problem in South Bend, Indiana, and then become the transportation secretary because of uh, who he chooses to be married to. I mean, dude, please, can you fix the transportation issue with our airports? Can you uh, fix the issue with our trains and safety? No, you just want to tell people false information. And then Sonia Sotomayor falsely claimed in her dissent that the Pulse nightclub shooting was a result of anti-gay discrimination when I shared with you earlier tonight uh, that that's not true at all. Huff posted a five-and-a-half-page story in 2018 that he never targeted gay people. He was going to shoot up Disney Springs Mall, but at the last minute, one hour before he shot and shot up and killed everybody in that Pulse nightclub horrific shooting, he just Googled downtown Orlando nightclub. He had no idea. His cell phone, his wife's cell phone, never pinged that club. He never went there. He never had a you – know, obviously, as a radical Islamist, he did not support gays marriage lifestyle but it, he didn't pick it because of that in fact when he went up there he googled um downtown orlando nightclub one hour before the massacre he went there and when he before he shot the place up he went up and asked security guard he was talking he said where's the, where's all the ladies he had no idea it was a gay bar a gay club he just wanted to slaughter americans and then when he was negotiating with the, uh with the uh, hostage negotiators he uh, all he did was talk about ISIS and stop killing my brothers. He had said nothing. He didn't say anything about gay this or gay that. Nothing. FBI falsely claimed it was about uh, homosexuality and gay hatred. Orlando police investigated. FBI investigated. They even misled the judge in that case who chastised them and said you you misled me. Unbelievable. And there's Sonia Sotomayor falsely saying that that was about gay hate. She was using that. I mean, these people, her and Mayor Pete, these people don't know what that, they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Isn't that scary? Holy gosh. And then the affirmative action case. You have a, a student, an Asian student, who uh, has a 1590 on his SAT and a near perfect, almost exactly a perfect GPA. Denied at Harvard, and it turns out, yeah, fifteen. He had a four point six five GPA. I mean, that's insane. Um, and a fifteen ninety out of sixteen hundred on the SAT, and he was denied to six elite universities. And it turns out, if you have the same score in your African American 
and you're applying to Harvard, you have a 95% chance of getting in. If you are Asian, you got a 20% chance. And, he, and they, he, they won their case. He won his case because you're discriminating against him. So why would it be okay? If it's not okay to discriminate against anybody else, why would it be okay to discriminate against Asians? What the heck? And, and you know, some people are like, well, maybe that's too many Asian people to school. What, what are you talking about? Maybe the school ends up being predominantly Asian. What do you care? Why do you have to go to Harvard? I'm being serious. Do you know how many people get accepted into schools that don't belong in schools? Can we possibly talk about the fact that maybe somebody doesn't belong at some, a school, one person, because they're not qualified? I'm, I'm the first one, me. Uh, I never could have gotten into a, a, one of those schools when I was younger. And I, I ended up going to a community college and I got because my grades were, were not good in high school because I was goofing off too much. But then I went into community college and I got straight A's. And everything took off uh, after a couple of years of that. Well, actually, I didn't get straight A's in community college. I got moderate grades. But when I went away for my last two years, excuse me, some, uh, something happened to me. I changed. A fire was lit under me. I realized I could do something with my life. The last two years of college, I got straight A's. Graduated with a perfect A, uh, A-plus score. And summa cum laude, all that stuff. And it was all about focus and wanting to do it. And so the point being is many people don't belong at schools. And when they're put in there because of the way they look, and if they're not qualified for that school, it, it can destroy their lives. And it could lead to dropping out, having debt, and not succeeding in life because they feel like they're a failure and they're not. They're just like I am. They belong at a, at a typical state school, and you can do so well. Mary Madeline, the great uh, Mary Madeline, married to the Raging Cajun James Carville, who I'm not a fan of him, but um, she went to the same school I did, and she became something, just a typical state school. You don't have to go to the Ivy Leagues. You just have to want to succeed. I was a talk show host years ago in Madison where UW, UW is, and these uh, leftist students had had these cutouts of uh, people, and they were like, look at these cutouts, and they represent all the African-American people who dropped out. Why uh, this is this university failing them? Did you ever think that maybe they were put in a position that they shouldn't have been in? If you put me in that position in my first two years of college, I would have flunked out, man. And then what happens to them? Did they, why don't you interview them and talk to them? you got all this debt. Do you feel like you can't succeed? Did you go to another school or did you just drop out and say, I guess I'm not as smart as I thought I was? You could be destroying people's dreams because you're letting them in somewhere that they don't belong. Again, use me as the example. Man, when you, when you molest or meddle with the system, you really have profound consequences for people. And it's just... Uh, Sad that these fools can't realize that. And then you have the student loan case. And in the student loan case, um, Joe Biden does $430 billion giveaway that he has no business doing that. He can't do that. He tried to pass through Congress. Congress literally laughed him out and voted it out. And they said, get out of here. Take a hike, Joe, including some Democrats. And the Supreme Court. He knew they would smack it down. He said that he couldn't do it in a CNN town hall in 2020. They did this, and, and Nancy Pelosi 
said she couldn't do this. People think that the president... He couldn't do this. People think that the president of the United States... Is this more on the subject than you ever want to know? Will you let me know? People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That would has to be an act of Congress. As you probably know, maybe you don't, uh, The in his uh, decision, uh, uh, in this decision, writing in the case, Supreme Court Justice Gorsuch said, this is exactly Nancy Pelosi was right. They, he used or Roberts, I think it was used exactly that quote from Pelosi in his uh, in his decision. He literally quoted her, and yet Joe acts offended. Joe Biden and the Democrats knew this couldn't pass. They did it before the um, they pretended they could. They did it before the midterms, knowing that they couldn't, as a issue to get people to show up and vote at the polls, and it worked. Now they're acting again as if they're shocked, shocked, I tell you, shocked. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to hear? And now, by the way, Joe is trying to push through another plan that you can't give away $430 billion of our money without going through Congress, said the Supreme Court. Now he's going to try to give away $471 billion, even more. Wow. Joe, you're magic. You're like a unicorn. So he's going to try to. Uh, do another giveaway where uh, he'll cap monthly payments at 5% of discretionary income, discharge any unpaid debt after 20 years, and uh, that's not going to pass muster either. He knows it, but he's going to keep doing it and using it as an issue to get people who don't know anything about this up to the polls to get their free stuff paid for them by you and me and our hard work. Oh, my gosh, do you want to hear the student debt case in a nutshell? Are you ready for this? This is the best story ever, and everybody needs to hear this. Are you ready? <laughs> this is great. New York Democrat complains about her student debt after SCOTUS ruling. Gets slammed, Fox News says, for million-dollar home. This is great. A former New York State Democrat Senator, Alessandra Biaggi. Hey, Alessandra Biaggi. Quote, in 2012, I graduated from Fordham Law School with $180,000 student loan debt. I've been paying loans for 11 years, even paid two of them off completely. My balance in 2023 is $206, she complained. She represented New York's 34, uh, 34th District during her three-year tenure in the state Senate. Here's the funny thing, though. A year ago, it was reported in Fox News, they say, that she and her husband purchased and moved into a $1.1 million home in her congressional district, which she had hoped to represent in Congress. (laughs) Isn't that the best story of all? Don't you love this? Oh, look at that. I want want you to pay for my student loan. My million dollar, $1.1 million house isn't going to heat and cool itself. I need help paying for my HVAC bill. And you're going to help me. Isn't that great? Oh, yes. Stop whining. Exactly. Oh, isn't that great? (laughs) Hey, do you feel like paying for her student loans as she lives in a $1.1 million house? What do you say? Hmm? 
866-90-RED-EYE. That's 866-907-3339. Oh, let's see here. Let's go to beautiful Myrtle Beach. Lee in Myrtle Beach, you're on Red Eye Radio. Hi, Lee. Chris, good job filling in. Thank you. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned sodium R and Boudreaux a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. and uh, well, they're they're just they're nothing but a couple of Democrats who lie all the time. The Democrats lie constantly. This country is plagued by Democrats who lie all the time, and something needs to be done about it. I don't know what can be done about it. Probably nothing, but it's just a and when they can't figure out things, they make up lies, and they they think that's going to be good enough. And about student loans, uh, my sister uh, went to Appalachian State in North Carolina, North Carolina mm-hmm. uh, and she never complained. She never asked anybody to pay her student loan off. We had nothing. We lived in Durham, North Carolina. We had nothing, but she busted her hump, had jobs, put herself through Appalachian State, graduated Appalachian State without without crying a tear to anybody. So I, I applaud her for that. I've told her that before, and uh, yeah, maybe, maybe the, 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 to... the Democrats would say she's a sucker for working so hard and paying off when the government could have done it for her. Right? She's got to vote Democrat. Appreciate your call, Matt in Maryland. You're on Red Eye Radio. Hi, Matt. Hey, good evening. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. So, you know, I, I was listening to the caller that called in from Germany who was making absolutely no sense or was formerly a German uh, citizen and now a United States citizen or something to that line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just uh, I drive down the road and go, what is this guy talking about? Yeah, he was trying to talk about military laws with compelled speech. I'm like, dude, this is not a military case, and military support it's is not a mili- it's yeah, under U- not U.S. A UMCJ, UMJC. Twenty years in the Marine Corps. Right, right. Uh, Thank you. But uh, you're welcome. Yeah, no, uh, my pleasure. Thanks for paying your taxes. Um, so, you know, we, we talk about the government. All, my litmus test has always been to flip the script. So anybody who's in the LGBTQ RST plus community, you know, do you, if you really think, and I don't call them Democrats anymore because they are absolutely socialist at minimum. Uh, certainly, let's just label it the left because they're not the Democrats of old. They are absolutely nothing. They're so far from that, uh, just completely unrecognizable. Uh, we take a look at that. Now, let's say a Christian says, oh, hey, you know what? You know what? Can you, you can I pause you? Can I pause you? I don't want to rush this. Can I pause you? No, absolutely. Good. Stand by, Marine. I'll be right back with you, brother. All right. It's Chris Crock on Red Eye Radio in for Gary and Eric. 866 red eye eight six six seven. Excuse me, 866 We'll continue with Matt in Maryland and your call next. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. Shall- 
Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crockett for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. Let's go back to Matt in Maryland. Maureen wants to talk about uh, the Supreme Court rulings. Matt, you're back on. Go ahead, brother. Hey, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, to the point, again, was uh, <clears throat> the compelling of speech, the litmus test being just flip the script. Uh, you know, it, it's it's not difficult for, for me to do that. I'm not a super highly educated person by any stretch of the imagination, uh, and you don't need to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's simply put, all right, the, the LGBTQ plus community uh, – if they really think that that party is really trying to promote their th- no, it's about control. It's always been about control. Now, to flip that script. Let's say a Muslim. Let's say a Jewish person. Let's say a a Christian, a Roman Catholic, uh, Eastern Orthodox. I don't care what it is. Was now trying to tell you you must believe this. You must believe this, or else, and you're going to feel some form of harm. You will lose your job. You'll go to jail. Ridiculous. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. You would lose your job. You go to jail. You must you must you must use this pronoun. And oh, by the way, that's being inserted into schools across this country. Right. Now, to your point of the Nazi party, let's say, but it doesn't end with them. But the Nazi youth is exactly what they did to the point of no kidding, where the daughters were the first thing they ever do was to go have children for the Fuhrer. Right. Because they because they start when they were young, right. and they pump them full of that. They separate them from the parents. They separate them from the home. They do it in the Communist Party. Brother, we got to roll. we got to roll, but I want to thank you for your service, and thank you for your call. Happy Independence Day a little early. Chris Crock Across America, Red Eye Radio. I'm in for Gary and Eric on Red Eye Radio. From the Uniden America Studios, 1-866-907-3339, 866-90-RED-EYE. Now, for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Chris Crock. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crock in for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. Next Sunday night, they'll be back, and best of on the 4th, Dan Mandis in for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings. So we're talking about the Supreme Court cases. You got the website designer who was being forced by the state of Colorado to either uh, produce a, a website as a website designer for a gay couple about their marriage or be fined or shut down. And in that case, it's not just her, but it's also a uh, business in New York State, even jail, threatened with even jail under New York laws. My gosh. And in Lexington, uh, not Lexington, but Louisville, Kentucky, a photographer, wedding photographer, cake maker in Colorado, cake maker in Portland, Oregon, cake maker in, uh, I think, the state of Washington as well. It is real. And the Supreme Court said you cannot – it wasn't even about faith, though, interestingly. It was about compelling speech. 
You cannot force, the government cannot force us to think, believe, or say something, or act on something. Just as the Supreme Court previously had ruled in World War II that you can't force kids to salute a flag they don't want to. We are not Nazi Germany, and we don't ever want to go there. I had a doctor that called in earlier and said, if a doctor doesn't want to prescribe, a, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, contraception, I should say, uh, the uh, pill, the pill. To prevent pregnancies, then that doctor, if it's the only, if the he's the only one in the in a town or a small town, he should not be allowed to be a doctor. We should take his license away. I said, "What?" I said, "What if he wants to move?" And then instead of that happening to him, well, that would be okay. Oh, so you and he's he's a physician in Mississippi. I said, "You as a physician would rather have no doctors." Your your the motto is uh, do no harm. You'd rather do harm to the entire city and have no doctor than one who will do everything except that. He didn't want to admit it, but the, the answer was yes. It's just it's it's insane. The student loan giveaway. We have a Democrat who was a state senator. In New York City, living in a or New York State, living in a one point one million dollar house with her husband, complaining on social media that we should pay off our two hundred dollar loan from Fordham University, an elite university in Manhattan. Her law degree. Pay my loan. I don't want to. I want that money to go to, towards paying my HVAC bill every month. I shouldn't have to pay for this. You should. Wow. You're that elite class telling us, a plumber, a janitor, a mechanic, to shut up and go work, get a, go to work and get an extra job so that you can have a free student loan in your million-dollar house. To the people that clean your house, to the people that cook for you, to the people who undoubtedly uh, manicure your Green yard. Shut up and get an extra job and pay for my loan. To people that have a house that is about the size of 10% of your home, shut up and pay my loan off. How flippin' dare you? We are not socialist Cuba or China or other uh, countries yet. We're the 1% control the power and all the wealth. We are not Venezuela. Not yet. Shame on you. Joe Biden knew it was unconstitutional. That's why he said it, that he couldn't do it in 2020 when he was running for office in a CNN town hall. That's why Nancy Pelosi said he cannot do that. But that's okay. Act surprise. Have it come up when it is a, uh, you know, propose it when you know it's going to get knocked down, knocked down by the Supreme Court when... Uh, right before an election, midterms, and then now that he was struck down by the Supreme Court, he's going to now try, and that was a $430 billion program. Now he's going to try to do a $471 billion program for the same thing through a different route, and it's going to get smacked down again. He couldn't pass it through Congress, so he tries to push it through that way. Get out of here. And then the other case, affirmative action, 
You cannot have uh, a situation where you're discriminating against Asian Americans. A 1590 score on your SAT out of 1600, a, a GPA that is near perfect, and yet you have a 20% chance of getting into Harvard. If you were African American uh, instead of Asian, you would have a 95% chance. And that's okay. No, the Supreme Court said. Jamel Hill, the woke leftist sports commentator, says uh, she accuses Asians of carrying the water for white supremacy. What? Get out of here. That's a sad way of living to to, uh, be a victim all the time and to, to, to tell people they can't do anything or make anything of themselves. It's kind of harder to say that when you have uh, two-term President Barack Hussein Obama living in predominantly lily-white communities uh, where rich millionaires and billionaires like himself live in, in, uh, where is that, Nantucket, I think, and in Hawaii, in their mansion, his mansion. Our number is 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. Let's talk to Dan in Kansas. Oh, by the way, before I mention, before I mention this, you should uh, check me out. My show is uh, weeknights in our my station, WBAP in Dallas. We're, of course, a proud Red Eye Radio affiliate. You can go to WBAP.com. That's WBAP.com, and you should follow me on Twitter, at Chris Crock Show. That's at Chris Crock Show, C-H-R-I-S-K-R-O-K, at Chris Crock Show on Twitter and Facebook. I see some of y'all have already started following me tonight. I say y'all, but I'm from Chicago originally. That's what living in beautiful free Texas will do. All right, let's go to Dan in Kansas. You're on Red Eye Radio, Dan, and let's go to you right now. Hello, Dan. Hey, Chris. How you, how's going tonight? It's going w- well, man. Thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Okay. Yeah. I'm a truck driver, but I am a resident of Colorado. And um, Interesting. The thing, with the, gay, the thing with the gay couple wanting the lady to do their website, what would have happened if they would have just said, oh, you don't do that? I'm sorry. I'll go find somebody else that does. Right. And it never would have went to the Supreme Court. Well, what you've seen in other cases similar to this is really sad. The professional cake baker in Colorado, who has been um, unfortunately just been attacked mercilessly there, is one of several people. Yeah. that are, Mr. Phillips is uh, that gentleman for refusing to bake a cake celebrating a gender transition. Uh, and also uh, Aaron and Melissa Klein, also Oregon bakers who face fines for refusing to bake same-sex wedding cakes. Uh, many, many um, gay and transgender couples, not all of them, because many of them are like you and me. They're like, I'm not going to go after and attack somebody. I'm going to go somewhere else. But um, but there have been many leftist radicals who have been calling up trying to make them and demand that they do a service for them that they know they're going to say no to. They want to destroy them, pillory them, attack them, and uh, busy them up with uh, wasting their time attacking them. Sad, sad yeah. way to live. Yes, it is. And another thing about the uh, student loan forgiveness. Yes. In my in my opinion, old lunch bucket Joe, he's just searching for votes. That's exactly right. All these people, 
all these people, they're going to get their loans forgiven. Oh, he's a hero. I'm voting for him now. A man who told us he would be, uh, well, it's a good opinion, I think. A man who told us he was going to unite America and bring us together has just vilified anyone who voted for Trump, vilifies anybody who is a Republican and vilifies people like you and me. It's it's uh, really a, a a sad, sad thing that we're witnessing him do. And he's not bringing us together. He's literally attacking anyone who disagrees with him. 866-90-RED-EYE is our number, 866-907-3339. We have much more to talk to with Chris in Cincinnati and Gerardo in Detroit. Coming up next, Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crock, and for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crockett for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. 866-90-RED-EYE is our number, 866-907-3339. Let's go to Gerardo in Detroit, WJR, listening to Red Eye Radio. Hi, Gerardo. Hello. Hi um, to everyone listening. You know what? Um, well, first off, I want to just say, uh, I am not white. I am not black. One of our uh, nationalities is First Nation. And it just, first thing is, it's like Adolf Hitler was very successful because one thing that he did, and the Democrat Party is starting to do now, get the people to hate something, hate someone, be afraid of something, be afraid of someone. And he had manipulated, especially the youth, to believe that the problems, their personal problems, the country problems, were because of the Jews. And that was the beginning of one to blame, and then comes to hate. But be afraid of how much more damage can they do to you and the country. So you must do something. Now, these kids today, um, they're being brainwashed the same way. I mean, one thing is, hate their parents, hate the Bible, hate the Constitution, hate the flag, hate the uh, the country, hate everything. I see the thing was, I'm hearing with some of these kids, they have no experience, no nothing of what, but yet somebody told them, programmed them to hate. Um, again, being a First Nation, I mean, we are the first that could hold a grudge against the country. But this is the greatest country in the world, in the history of the world. When you say First Nation, do you mean Native American or? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. You know, gotcha. Just, yeah, we. Yeah, we. Yeah, it's just mean we're the first. It's all good. Here. It's all good. I got you. Um, yeah, and and you know what? Here in Michigan, they're trying to pass a law, the Democrats, of uh, hate speech and uh, bad thoughts. Uh, you can get fined, thrown in jail, and again, it's... Uh, don't they understand that, they, that we that don't want to live like that because 
Um, yeah. If a Republican ever gets in charge, then they're going to say that you, you, whatever you say, you can be thrown in jail. It's it. They don't. That's literally, you know, what goes around comes around, et cetera, et cetera. But it's yeah. literally like do, do, liberals used to be the champion of this. Liberals yeah. used to be against the FBI. They were for dismantling it. They used to it. be the hippies. Yeah, they used to be the hippies in the 1960s. And now, and now they're turning they into this. They, the and they Democrat. call us a fascist. They, you know, it's it's yeah. insane. It's it's yeah, very well, sad and it's very insane. And the yeah, good and news the, is, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, the good no, news well, is a lot of people are seeing this, and a lot of people are saying, I don't want this. You're scaring the crap out of people with this, and that that's turning them to say, I want to to check out these other guys because they're not telling me these horrible things, these scary things about people who I know who are not that bad at all, you know? In fact, when you look at what people say, for example, the Supreme Court's decision on uh, saying that uh, this, uh, you know, racial preferences discriminating against Asian people for another race is not okay. 52% say the Supreme Court's decision on the use of race in college admissions is is the, the decision was right only 32% disapprove uh there's there's a lot of stuff going on that the media doesn't want us to know about there's a lot of people coming around saying you know what I don't like what I'm seeing and this is not okay people shouldn't be forced to do something you know you you mentioned uh again Nazi Germany and this is amazing I don't know if you caught this but last week, the mayor of New York's uh, city, Mayor Eric Adams, was being was being you know held account to account by one of his voters in New York, and he he literally said, "Don't call me that or talk to me like that," as if I'm on the plantation. Turns out she is a survivor of the Holocaust. God smacked him upside the head, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crockin for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now. It's Red Eye Radio. Talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America studios, for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Chris Crock, this is Red Eye Radio. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crock in for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. 866-90-RED-EYE is our number, 866-907-3339. So we're talking about the Supreme Court's cases where that uh, they've just decided the student loan thing saying, Joe, no, you can't give away $430 billion of money that you tried to have Congress pass, and they said, heck no, can't do it. Now he's going to try another thing that will be even more expensive, $471 billion. What a joke. And it's going to get slapped down. You know, uh, speaking of that, I also had stories about the student loan debt thing. That is, honestly, it's embarrassing. Just some of the stories I've seen in the coverage of it. You have a 50-year-old man who's a teacher, 
and he says uh, that if the student loan debt story doesn't go the way it he wants it to for him, which is you know it's it's not going to it's it was struck down, thankfully. That he will have to stop eating fresh fruits and vegetables, and he will have to go on his ramen noodles and uh, black bean diet, or black bean and rice, whatever. To which I said, "What? What the heck is that? How is that my problem, dude? If you're a single man and you are living on your own and you make fifty thousand dollars, you should be okay. And if you're not," then you can thank Joe Biden and the Democrats for printing all this money and causing inflation. So uh, there's that. And then he said, no teacher in America. Nobody should have to go into debt. He said, to serve their community. You don't have to. You did not have to go into debt. Nobody made you. I went to community college for the first two years. My son went to community college for the first two years and transferred in, quick, a pro tip. We homeschool, and we, he, we literally got the dual credit, okay? So in the community I'm in, you do not have to pay for a community college if you are getting dual credit. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you're getting dual credit and you live in the county, so we had free tuition, free fees. We just had to pay for well, we had to pay for books, I think, and I guess fees if there were any. And he went, and you 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 actually do all the way up till you get that sixty hours and get an associate's degree. Don't get it. Transfer in as a freshman. If you transfer in as a freshman, you get a lot more scholarships. And he did. He did well. And uh, we're working on his last. Uh, uh, Couple years left for scholarships as well that we're hearing little by little about for his uh, his junior year. He's starting his junior year here shortly. But the point being is, uh, you don't have to go for all four years, and you don't have to go to an expensive, uh, big name brand place. You can go to a typical state school like I and my siblings went to. Different ones. I went to. Western Illinois, he went to Northern Illinois, he went to Southern Illinois, and then uh, actually a uh, UW school in uh, Wisconsin. But the point being is none of them were Ivy League or top-notch ones. It doesn't matter. Get the flipping degree. All three of us are doing great. Well, you don't have to get a degree anymore. But if you don't get a degree, then you can pay for somebody else to go to an elite university and whine and moan. Some of these, uh, these, the, I don't know where these people come from or how they think this, but they're chanting and they're yelling they're like Joe's professional idiots. Get them on a bus and bus them in. And they, 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 I heard them chanting. I saw them Fox News over the weekend. We're not asking for our student loan debt being paid up. We're demanding it. Wow, dude, you're in the wrong country. Go to France. Go to France or go to uh, I, whatever. Dude, you ain't in the right country. Get out of here with that logic. How dare you tell a plumber, an HVAC person, a you know serviceman, uh, you know, I had some HVAC people up in my uh, at my house to do some stuff not too long ago, 
like a couple weeks, a week or two ago. And then I do my local show here at uh, at uh, station WBAP in Dallas, Fort Worth. And you can listen to me online at WBAP.com. And check me out on social media at Chris Crock Show. That's at Chris Crock Show, C-H-R-I-S-K-R-O-K. Um, and by the way, don't ever miss any Red Eye Radio shows. The podcasts are up at RedEyeRadioShow.com. But my um, my point being is um, there's a recent this heat. A postal worker died, and they don't know if it's from the heat, but his widow thinks it is. They're still waiting for all that stuff to come back, you know, the results of everything. But I had people that were working in the heat wave recently, and they sent me pictures. I didn't ask for them, but it was so cool and spontaneous. It's what radio is all about. One guy sent me a picture of him up in the attic, and he's an HVAC guy. You can see it on my social media feed from, I think, last week. And it was 100, it's 133.4 degrees up there. And he is up in that attic in 133.4 degrees in the middle of the day doing his job. And he's not complaining. I was talking about it on the radio. He took a picture of his uh, – the, the, he got a little portable thermometer thing. They probably have it with him to keep track of stuff. Well, he's an HVAC dude. That's his job. And uh, that's, he sent me a picture of that. That was unbelievable. And then I had a postal worker in a heat wave. And they don't have – most of these cars do not have uh, air, HVAC and air conditioning in them. And her picture of her vehicle in the shade with the doors open, both doors open, was 114 – I think it was 118 actually. 114 or 118. God bless these people. And how dare these repugnant pukes, elitist pukes, these ingrates, these socialists, and don't even know it. How dare they, or they do, how dare they tell those beautiful people, a woman that's with the Postal Service and a man who's up in an attic, and none of them are, well, the, the postal worker Liddy was talking about her issues, kind of complaining, but how dare you tell them to shut up and pay for your college? How dare you, you puke? Did you put your life on, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm like, I am, I'm peeled. You put, did you put your life on the line and serve our country? The Attorney General of the state of uh, Missouri, who f- was one of the um, plaintiffs in this case on the student loan debt, he says, I put my blood, sweat, and tears. I serve this country. And uh, by the way, it would have cost the state of Missouri $27 million if it was forgiven. There's a uh, stuff with taxes that would have been um, they wouldn't have had coming in. And the state of Nebraska, no, the state of Nebraska would lose, I think, $27 million, and the state of Missouri would lose $44 million. Something to that effect. Anyways, it is it is highly offensive and angering and and and, gro- and disgusting to me for some puke who all he does is go to a school and get massive debt because he's a fool with his money and he signs on the documents as an adult that he doesn't want to pay, but he wants the degree and then he's a professional whiner instead of shutting up and getting to work. And you, how dare you tell the people that work on my house? Or deliver postal workers, or has the, the salt of the earth, wonderful, sweet people that work their butts off to shut up and get to work to pay for your education. Shame on you. Shame on you. And how dare you try to make people like me and others who have paid off our college loans pay for yours. Shame on you. You should be embarrassed. Go, go crab walk sideways back to your hole and, and shut up and pay off your debt.
Do what we did. And if you put yourself in a long, expensive $200,000, $300,000, that, that, that ain't my problem. That's your problem, and you should figure that out. And if you put that energy in instead of protesting and complaining and attacking uh, people that vote our way, um, then you had no one to blame but yourself. Put that energy in to figure out how you can take care of this, and maybe you get an extra job. Our number is 866-90-RED. I, I probably don't know. You probably haven't been able to figure out my thoughts on this, have you? Eight six six ninety red eye eight six six nine zero seven thirty three thirty nine. It's Chris Crock in for Eric and Gary across America. Red Eye Radio. Hi, I'm Jen Loomis, a transport safety expert at JJ Keller, and I'm here to share a tip on roadside inspections. Drivers must always be prepared for a roadside inspection. This means drivers should always have their personal vehicle and company credentials organized and ready. And having any shipment paperwork, such as bills of lading or hazardous material shipment emergency response information, organized and ready for the inspection official. Just an FYI, the top two violations written against drivers every year, as well as during Operation Road Check, are log general form and manner and log not current. Both are completely avoidable if the driver keeps the log accurate, compliant, and current at all times. Having the vehicle ready for inspection involves the driver conducting daily inspections and making sure any problems that are discovered are immediately corrected. Vehicle readiness also requires the company to make sure that the vehicle is current on all scheduled maintenance and that the maintenance schedule is adequate. This will make sure the driver is being given a sound vehicle to start with. This tip was brought to you by J.J. Keller & Associates. Visit us at jjkeller.com. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crockin for Gary McNamara and Eric, Eric Harley. 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. Let's go to... Oh, let's go to Bill in Old Bridge, New Jersey. You're on Red Eye Radio. Hi, hi, Bill. Hey, Chris. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. I just want to talk about college forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I worked my way through college. I I, I worked nights, and uh, I think I missed out on the college experience by working nights, and, and now they want me to repay their bills. And then I went back to school to get my master's, and I had a family and I had to ring for babysitters and whatnot to take care of my kids while I was in school. Mm-hmm. Now, if I could do all this, why can't they do it? And now I feel like a fool because I have to pay their bills. Truth, truthfully, though, you don't. You're not a fool, are you? You know that you're not a fool for what you did, are you? Do you? You know that? No, I just feel, uh, you know, like why should I pay? Okay, but did you pay it all off yet, or are you still paying it? No, I paid it off by uh, semester. Right. Well, I mean, so you do really feel like a fool. Yeah. I did the same thing that you did. Um, I didn't work uh, two or three. I worked two or three jobs sometimes, uh, but that was just because I was working my way up in radio part-time and, and had to take two or three other part-time jobs and all that kind of stuff like we all do when we're younger, right, to make things work. Right, and pursuing our passion and our, our what we feel is our calling that God gave us a meaning in our lives and what we're calling for. Um, and I don't feel stupid. It took me years to pay it off too. I don't feel stupid. I don't feel like I'm a sucker. 
I just feel like that's what you have to do. That's what life is like. Life is like that. And um, I think if you feel uh, like a like a sucker or stupid for that, I think that you need to realize that what your feelings of gratitude and your feeling of you did it an accomplishment that's a real feeling your feeling of a, a, a that's a real genuine feeling that god gave you like i did it and you feel good and accomplished i wouldn't i don't think i feel like a sucker cuz then that tells me that maybe you believe in that stuff and maybe you do but i wouldn't feel like a sucker I don't know. Did you pay off your le- your loan? Do you feel like a sucker? I don't. I don't want to live in a country where we have socialism and everything's quote-unquote free. Cuba has that. Cuba is in the 50s because that's what happens when you live like that. Cuba has uh, – do you know what happens with fr- refrigerators, for example? If yours is broken, you have to wait. And if yours is fine – at some point, everybody gets a new fridge, whether you have to, whether you need one or whether you don't. That's just literally what happens. Every blank amount of years, everybody gets a new fridge. Do you want to live like that, or do you like being able to work hard and save up and shop and find something that's even better than the average one? I don't want to live that way, so I feel great. I appreciate your call, though. Let's go to Greg in New Jersey. Greg, you're on Red Eye Radio. Chris, good morning. Good morning. As far as be any reimbursements that should take place with students, it should be the schools, not the taxpayers. That's a great point the I haven't mentioned yet. You got it. Go. Go. They're, they are the recipients of all this cash, you know, that, that, that people are paying for these courses. Some courses are very productive. Others are marginal. Those people that wanted to go to school and decided they want to become a professional student, they should get no money back. The, the most productive courses, no money back. The least pr- productive courses, and the schools know it before they even teach it. Right. That it's not, they're not going to make salaries commensurate, commensurate with Correct. what they're paying. Correct. So these people should be considered. Wait, you want them to get their the free stuff? By, yes, by the school. Hey, no. I don't think so either. I think the school should be forced. I like what you're saying about the school should have to pay for it. And Joe Biden doesn't want to make the schools pay for it, even though they profit off of all of this. I had John Stossel on my my show years ago, and he talked about this. Every time the government increases the amount of loans that can be borrowed, these schools turn up the amount it costs to uh, to go to their school. It's commensurate with the, the amount of loan. It's a joke. It's a scam. Joe Biden could simply say, if these kids are going uh, are gonna to owe all this money and have issues, then you help them pay. But he doesn't want to do that because about 96% or 94% of academia votes Democrat. Those are his friends. He wants all of us to pay for it, not specifically his friends. They get rich, they vote Democrat, or they get you know enriched, and we don't. They like the way that works. They support that. 
Let's see here. We got Nick in Chicago, my birthplace. You're on Red Eye Radio. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having a live show. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're on the, you're on the great WLS, I should say. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. WLS yeah. here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in, a, as I call it, living history in the mid-50s. And uh, here in Chicago, little by little, the Democrat Party uh, was always known, and, and to a certain extent it still is, like the party for working people, for right. unions, and all that. But the problem is, little by little, it's clear uh, that the, the infiltration has occurred of people with like uh, some little tangent of a different uh, sexual orientation. They've gotten in and developed a lot of influence. Others, like with the pipeline that was shut down on the first day that Biden came to power, yes. uh, it was Keystone. only like two months away from yes. being finished. He, mm-hmm. he decided to cater to them to the extremists uh, that uh, he's going to shut that down and keep his promise. And, and, and a good example of that is I tell people the these extreme elements in the Democratic Party could have been reasoned with if that, listen, let's finish this pipeline. We're not going to use it. But our enemies in the world don't know that because there are some people who uh, don't know that we might start pumping oil, but we won't do it. But no, he couldn't do that, you see, because some of these people in the Democrat Party now, they don't consider some of these people around the world, like in Afghanistan. Or no, Taliban, we are projecting they insane. They don't consider to be enemies uh, of yeah. ours, you know. We are projecting insane weakness across the world. There is a a thing going on Twitter tonight. You, you'll see the pictures of it. People in the military who are waving the pride flags and stuff. It's just, wh- what is this? Does that portray strength or weakness? What are we doing? Chinese uh, Communist Party, they're not afraid of, uh, of uh, this kind of stuff. Red Eye Radio, from the Uniden America Studios. 1-866-907-3339. 866-90-RED-EYE. Now, for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Chris Crock. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crock, and for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, 866-90-RED-EYE is our number, 866-907-3339. Talking about the Supreme Court's decisions on multiple things, uh, racial preferences in college, which is definitely not okay. It's unconstitutional. That was uh, struck down, which is fantastic. We don't want that kind of a thing because you have Asian Americans being discriminated. Why would that be okay? Also talking about uh, the government cannot force, cannot force, you know, cannot have compelled speech. In this case, a woman who owns a website development company in Colorado cannot be forced to produce a website for a gay couple that wants to uh, celebrate their upcoming wedding. I mean, they can do that with somebody, but not somebody else. They have to do it with. Look, and, and here's what you here's what's I you know it's funny all night uh, all morning I should say on Reddit Radio I have not mentioned this yet. Little nuggets of uh, information. The woman works with gay people all the time. If you're gay and you come to her and you want to make a website about her or his uh, somebody's career, hey, I want to make a website 
for my uh, for jobs. I, I want to look good. I want my resume to be online. No problem. I'll do that. Person could be flaming gay. Doesn't matter to her. Um, a gay person whose business. Uh, hey, I own a camera store. Can you make a business uh, uh, a website for my camera store? No problem. It is. This is really important because people totally overlook this. It is not the people that she refuses to work with. The Democrat liberals and the media lie. She is not against working with gay people. She is not denying gay people as customers. That is a lie from the liberals, from the Democrats and from the media. They're a tech dog. She works with gay people. She has no problem working with gay people. It's the message. There are certain messages she objects to. Not people. Message. That is speech. This whole case had nothing to do with religion, faith, Christianity. Although the leftists is like, yes, beat the heck out of Christians anytime. Islam, Judaism, never. Christianity, beat it up. It's in our platform, basically. So um, it wasn't the people. It was the message. And the left lies. And the other one, racial preferences, which you mentioned. And then student loan debt. Joe knew it was not okay. He said it in 2020 at a town hall with CNN. And in fact, uh, Nancy Pelosi did. And yet they still did it because why? They wanted to get Democrats elected in the midterms, so they put it through knowing it would get shut down and they could use it again, which they're doing right now. Hey, you people were trying to give them free stuff. How dare you? Plumbers should go work and pay for people who are living in uh, nice homes and you know have uh, degrees at elite institutions but don't want to pay for them. Blue Collar America, get to work. No, we're not going to give you a free – we're not going to pay off your loan for a truck for your work vehicle for your business. No, we're not going to pay off your uh, – whatever. Just name it. So it's really embarrassing and shameful and and, and such. So you have uh, that student loan debt decision. You have the racial preference decision. And um, you have the uh, compelled speech. Uh, decision and the compelled speech one. It's uh, the Supreme Court referred to. They they actually the the judge the justice in his uh, ruling. I think it was uh, Gorsuch, I believe that wrote it uh, the opinion, and he said he mentioned Nancy Pelosi's words. He used it in his own ruling. She was right when she said that. It was great. But I wanted to mention one thing about the racial uh, stuff. This is very important. And then we'll take your call at 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. Mayor Eric Adams was at a some kind of a town hall or something, I don't know, a community uh, meet up with the whole city and such. And people are really angry about rent increases in the city. And the city regulates that. And they're angry, at least this woman is. She's angry about back-to-back rent increases. And she was, you know, loudly speaking up at the mayor and, and uh, saying – and she, the mayor asked her to stand up so that she could share what she wanted to share with. 
and said, you know, she said, you, you know, increase the rent. You won't stop us. And we've been paying all this rent. She was pointing at him. But that's what you do if you're angry with the mayor. And then he replied and made it about race. He said, if you're going to ask a question, don't point at me and don't be disrespectful to me. I'm the mayor of this city. Treat me with the respect I deserve to be treated. I'm speaking to you as an adult. Don't stand in front like you treating someone that's on a plantation that you own. Give me the respect I deserve and engage in the conversation up here in Washington Heights. Um, this woman was interviewed by the New York Times the next day. And boy, is he did God smack him upside the head on this. The New York Times on Thursday after this happened revealed that this housing activist named Jeannie Dubnow, who was berated by Mayor Adams racially, as you just heard, racial attack, she fled during the Holocaust to New York City with her family. She's a molecular biologist. She told reporters... Of her family's journey, Fox News says, fleeing Nazi Germany just before she was born and accused Adams of deflecting from her question because he did not have an answer. It was a complete deflection from what I was saying because he has no answer. She says she wasn't being disrespectful. She had to shout her question because there was no microphone at the event. It was a massively crowded event with like, I don't know, like 10 or 15 officials up on the stage. And this long, it was like a wedding, you know, uh, couple, a wedding banquet with like all these people left and right all the way down and up, okay? She said, I didn't have a microphone. I had to speak loudly so that everyone could hear what I was saying. But you berate an older woman who's, who uh, was, was survived the Holocaust with her family. How dare you playing that game with her? All right, uh, we, let's go to let's go to Sam in Detroit, WJR. You are on Red Eye Radio. Hi, Sam. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, good morning. I just want to weigh in on the uh, about the uh, LGBTQ thing here. Mm-hmm. Whitmer, the governor here. Yes. Uh, we're passing a law over here, and uh, it's going to be a felony if you even make. Uh, any one of that, one of them in the community feel uh, threatened. Not uh, if you say something, but if they feel threatened by anything you do, uh, it's going to be a felony. And that 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 sounds far fetched to me. And uh, I don't know. I can't even uh, understand that. But it's maybe not being maybe we can start by locking up pastors. You know, make an example of them, flog them. And um, you know, bring them in like in the middle of their sermon. You could uh, run up and take them down, tackle them, tase them, you know, and put them in cuffs. Let the whole church know you can't uh, support what God says and what the Bible says. You know, take them downtown, right? Rough them up, make an example. Right. Have the news come out like uh, right. they did with CNN and the raid on Roger Stone, and you know, have the news there waiting to show the pastor getting tackled and. You know, so send the message clear, right? Yeah, well, this is going to be a message clear for sure. I mean, the first uh, person that does anything, 
or, or is uh, uh, accused of anything is going to be uh, is going to be the uh, example right there, and the uh, it's going to be broadcasted. Like I that. think that somebody is going to, and uh, in, in what you're saying, if all that is accurate, I think somebody is going to feel free to. I mean, this is obviously I was joking. It's absurd. It's pathetic, and I think somebody. People are way overboard with saying they're sensitive and they're this or that, and then they're just going to say, well, you offend me by, if I read scripture about uh, what Jesus said, marriage between a man and a woman. Uh, God created man, God created woman, you know, that kind of stuff. You can just read scripture and they're going to lock you up. It's it's, uh, it's pathetic, and I, I would think somebody would be ready to just do something normal and take it into custody and would be happy to... Uh, ask the Alliance Defending Freedom to defend them uh, or many other fine not-for-profit uh, institutions that would defend our faith and take care of this in the courts because that that's pathetic and that's embarrassing. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with the state of Michigan. I don't know what's wrong with my former uh, state of Illinois that I was born and raised in. I don't know what is going on, and it's very sad, and I don't know why anybody would want to see somebody taken to jail for thought crimes. Very sad. Thankfully, Joe Biden will be there to you know get people angry and say how bad and evil folks like you and me are, huh? And then say he's uniting Americans. Eight six six ninety red A is our number. Eight six six nine zero seven thirty three thirty nine across America. It's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crock, and for Gary McNamara and Eric Carley. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio toll free at eight six six ninety red eye. Craziness going on with everything. Uh, thank God we got a, a high court that's got its head screwed on properly. Meantime, crazy stuff going on in Baltimore, uh, in a state that has the, some of the most strongest gun regulations in the world, and yet 28 people shot and as many as four people dead as of last report. Paris has the streets burning. And Trump warned us about the situation that's going on in Paris for our future. Across America, it's Red Eye Radio. I'm Chris Crock in for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. 
The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 